or it's not what do you much. consider yourself do you, do you consider yourself politically active i i'd still say i'm more politically reactive than active because if i was active i would be going out spreading a message i would have an agenda i don't even like having agendas for my day <laughs> so i'm not um, politically active <laughs> active not yeah, I'm not even active physically. <laughs> Am I going to be politically active? arguments on facebook i don't got it but they, they, they be telling me that's one of the reasons why i got off facebook like when when um i believe it was hillary versus um oh, hillary versus donald yeah the first time and it, it was just getting ugly on there and it's not it's not like i'm all like a MAGA person who needs my views you know what mm -hmm. i'm saying like to not be heard or something because like i'm not afraid i'm not gonna get agreed get agreed with but it's like it was just i just seen the division happening more and more and i'm just like yo this is not the energy i want to be around you hey what's up mike i'm good how are you what's up jamal jamal yep. yes. how you doing what's up paul um, nice to meet you bro part of the thing i was going to ask you about because uh you know you're you're about to start your podcast was about starting podcasts because jamal wants to start a podcast okay but you know we'll, we'll talk we'll talk we'll wrap about that later it was just we literally were just debriefing because <laughs> you know this week has been a little much <laughs> that's the good mic right there that's the freestyle hot 97 mic right there yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the sure sm7b mm. yeah yeah i was i wasn't about to fork for that that's 400 400 i'm not ready I, mean, I, well I got I got it for like 360, 370. Yeah, all right, you know, a, a little 10% discount. A 10% discount is uh it, it helps. But at the same time, I was like, man, I'm, I, like half of the stuff is really like we're in the if we're gonna get into the business of podcasting, our voice needs to be crystal clear. Mm -hmm. Like people don't think about how much you give people more credibility just because their voice is crispy. You know yeah, it's like with music. You ever saw somebody like doing a podcast and they just using their fucking their little um little iPod shit headphones and you're talking. Yeah, about, yeah. And then you're like, damn, these niggas is mad insightful, but they gotta get their production together because it's just so there's that. But I've also heard from people with terrible audio, but that you know it's spaced out well, and they have a really good engineer. Yeah, they clean up that audio really well nah yeah but also just how it looks you know what i'm saying because i'm in my room i'm in my baby room and i just got my little pads in the back it just it just menu. yeah i got my I, 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 the thing is that like the baby's right here in the crib right here and we and i'm just waiting for kiki to put the other baby to sleep so she could just grab this baby and we could go for a blast but you know, like I was just, I didn't, I didn't really have no time to, like, I just set it up. I had it. I have this stuff. I'm, I'm usually, um, I got my other microphone that I record vocals with for music and stuff. So I had that set up. Yeah. If you don't uh, want that, if you don't want that Shure SM7B, I'll, I'll gladly take it off. Here. <laughs> no, I just got this. Like I got, yo, I got this other shit because, um, my thing is I've been recording in my crib for so long that I'm like, yo, if I got like a cheap mic or a regular mic, I can't, I can't really, I can't do nothing with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially if I'm trying to make uh, features with known people and stuff mm -hmm. and it sounds good. And then here I come like, yo, I'm in my closet. You know what I'm saying? So I, so I, get, I got, I got this mic. It's called the, um, the <laughs> yeah. W8, the W, the warm, warm audio 87. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like a um like a Newman mic. That just sounds incredible, bro. You no, know, those Neumanns are ex uh, but they do sound incredible. Yeah, it's a clone. The Newman, the, the one I got is like a six hundred dollar clone of like their three thousand dollar mic. God damn. 
You know what I'm saying? But I, I learned that if I get on it, you know what I'm saying? I got the crispy vocals. It sounds like I'm at the big studio. You know what I'm saying? You know, they always say it's that difference, man. The, the mic presence is one of the biggest things people have to learn anyway. Just like you see how he is, you have to be pretty damn close to your mic to get like mic presence. And yeah. you have to make sure you stay at like a level tone. Yeah. And you get psh, beautiful audio from it. So, uh, yeah, I'll be working on the audio later. So more gray hairs for me. <laughs> you engineer it after? Yeah. I actually kind of enjoy the engineering part of it, or at least the simple end of the engineering part. Um, if you're doing like the same show or the same thing every single time, you end up creating a workflow that that just every single time it goes faster. And all you have to do is literally sit there and trim through the parts that you don't that that you know you have to take out like um there's a flag it there's a no not flag it i just deleted so i have a friend of mine's show that i'm that i produce for and i can tell when she says um just by looking at the waveform yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. when you go through it often enough like it's it it looks a little different with different with uh depending on the person's voice but you can see it I'm using Audacity because Audacity is free. Actually, before we go any further, um, Polo. Yeah. Would you rather me call you Polo or Elvis? You can just call me Polo. It's cool. All right, cool. It's cool. Jamal, you 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 got that right, Polo. Yeah, you're Polo. Yeah. Don't call him anything yeah. else. Call him Polo. <laughs> <All right. laughs> if you want Elvis too, it doesn't really matter. But... No, we Wait, so, so I can't listen. say Marco and he say Polo. No. <laughs> Okay. He said no. He said don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that might get me hurt. I yo, yo, like my whole life, like my name is Elvis. So my whole life, people are like, oh, Elvis has left the building. Yo. Oh, you heard every joke. <laughs> See, but it's like elementary but you know, school, it's probably. A, but people be like, like they think like they're a shock comic and there's like over the edge. And I'm like, nigga, I've been hearing that shit since first grade, bro. Fuck <laughs> really? I don't want to say, yeah. <laughs> uh, Suede shoes, jailhouse rock, like it's very limited. <laughs> <laughs> so your mom's love Elvis. Like, nah, my mom's Dominican. She don't even know that nigga. <laughs> Yo, I. Wait, so that's your birth name, Elvis. Yeah, e but it's E L V Y S because it's the Dominican way. Because okay. it's Dominican, right. so it's got to be different. But was it inspired from Elvis Presley in a way? Or? Nah, man, that's like a Dominican name too, though. Like Elvis. Oh, like, that's fire. Yeah. I didn't like, even know that. Just, like my brother's name is Kelvy, so his name is K E L V I. Oh, okay. My name is Elvyys, so it's it's it's, it's just Dominican shit. Okay. And, you know, right. I doubt I doubt okay. she I doubt she was like, yo, this is because she's in Dominican. I was born in Dominican Republic. You know what I'm saying? 1980. Yeah. So at that time, I doubt that she's like, yo, Elvis Presley. Because <laughs> it's funny because I I do music, so it's like, all right. Sometimes I'm like, yo, man, fuck all this shit. My name is Elvis. That's my rap name now, just Elvis. But it's just like uh, nobody know nobody wants to listen to Elvis. <laughs> hey, you, you could think of some Elvis bars. Yeah, hey, listen, man. we say nobody wants to listen to Elvis, but you know he went platinum, so somebody I, was. Yeah, white people, black people were too. <laughs> black people were too. Because you think he, people, black people like Elvis? Yo, listen, he had Christian bangers. You ain't, you ain't, I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, go back. I try to go back and really look at his stuff, and I'm like, yo, this nigga is fucking horrible, bro. Yo, he had Christian. Horrible, he had bro. Christian bangers. You, you don't We live in know. the SoundCloud era, man. We can't call Elvis Presley horrible. <laughs> we need, when people say certain things, it's like, yeah, Elvis is hot. Show me once. What is it? Uh, what's, you, the, what's the hot Elvis? I yeah, I'm not song or video or performance. See, I think I may have that for you. Okay. So I was, I was ashamed to have his name out there. So I'm like, yo, this guy is mad. He's weird at best. Uh, he is. He is, and that's one of the things that I think a lot of people appreciated about him initially, that he was just different. very different but like yeah. i said he did have christian music and what? that christian christian like, listen he had christian music and so did oh, the man oh. in black so did um what's his name uh now i forgot he took a nine inch nail song and 
cried all over it. I don't know. God, you know the man in black? Who, Will man Smith? No, no, God, no, the white man in black. What the fuck is that? <laughs> no, man. Johnny Cash. Oh, Johnny oh, Cash. Cash. Okay, okay. Johnny okay. Cash. I didn't, I didn't know that's what he's referred to. Yeah. 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 I, don't really, I don't. I don't fuck with Johnny Cash. Too tough. Yo. Johnny oh, Cash was coming Johnny? at all the legends. I'm coming at all of them, bro. Bro, y'all, like, I, got the I got the takes that nobody wants to hear, y'all. Listen, I respect that there's a battle for it. He said, You can't be a legend like you were when we're looking at it now. You gotta, you got, if you could stay a legend right now through yeah. the way that we look through things, yeah. mm. all right, maybe you think if I know a big Johnny Cash song, something that sticks out to me. You might. You might not don't know. know. Just don't come. Those don't come for my guy Frank Sinatra, man. Don't I, I do think. That, I think that. I think that Johnny Cash might be better than Elvis Presley. I okay. might like, I might oh, like him more than Elvis Presley. You know what I'm saying? Because I wrote that. I'll Elvis that. Presley is is very exploitational. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think he was. I think he was just trying to be black. Tell you the truth, you know what I'm saying? Uh, when he's, and when he's doing like the lip stuff, and he's like, oh, no, he was definitely up. stealing black culture. There's something about his voice that reeks of somebody trying to steal soul. Oh my god, <laughs> and, oh my god. and I never felt it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I never felt that he's a soulful person. So he's like, This is what happens in the ghetto, you heard that song? <laughs> oh no, I never heard that. It's Damn, man, Rapping about the ghetto, bro. I was like, yo, bro, I don't feel it. Well, I don't know what ghetto you're from, but I don't I don't relate to that struggle, bro. What if Elvis is from the hardest projects you never knew of, man? I mean, he wasn't rich when he first started. Certified. He could he was. Some of these people coming out from worse than trailer parks. Yeah, my thing is too that I understand that being an artist is just being a uh, you know, like is a character. Like I don't really know his his background per se. Like oh, I is you know he was poor probably growing up. He was poor and he just started doing this thing. But he comes from, uh, he's still in the black people culture and put it out like he made something and it wasn't good. Well, you know I what I'm mean, saying? Like he couldn't have been the best white person. I was trying to steal soul at that time. It's just he did it. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, you're he right. And so is it? So as it aged, you know, as like. I don't know. I checked that shit out like two years ago. Me and Kiki was like, yo, let's just check out Elvis Presley stuff and see what the shit is about. You know what I'm saying? None of it was good, bro. None of it. I still think that there is... When was the last time you heard somebody bumping Elvis Presley? I don't don't hear nobody bumping Elvis Presley, but I do hear his music, and you actually hear it in commercials all the time. One of them is... I was about to say, yeah. You you hear Blue Christmas all the time. Blue Christmas, yeah, yeah. Christmas, you hear it all during Christmas time. You definitely hear Elvis, yeah, always in the background of some commercial. I guess, man, I guess if that's valuable because that's also just mean that if they license it and it's something you know what I'm saying. Because certain songs, certain songs is like, yeah, this is every Christmas. We're gonna listen, yeah, I was about to say with those, I think, I think Coca Cola stuck their dick in every Christmas song out there, they own it, they own Christmas. Yeah, they market mad at that fucking Coca-Cola shit is in the snow, Christmas related, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Snowman shit for whole season type shit. Like that's part of their fucking marketing Polar strategy. Bears. Polar bears got that Coca-Cola swish mark. And that feel, you know what I'm saying? Like that feel that you know, like um Christmas just came and Kiki's like, yo, we gonna let's make it feel like Christmas. And throwing <laughs> and throwing on all that white shit. I'm like, all right, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> You're like that doesn't really feel what but, uh, feel Christmasy, but it does though. But it does. You know what I'm saying? It does. But you're like, man, is this the type of Christmas I want to feel? Throw on some mm. fucking Run DMC, Christmas and Hollis type shit. Christmas and Hollis is great. <laughs> Christmas and Hollis. It was some collar grains. You know what I'm saying? Like, I gotta thank my wife for bringing uh, Christmas and Hollis to me because I never really, I wasn't really a big Run DMC fan before my wife came around in my life. Yeah. Uh, because Run DMC was the older generation of rap to me, yeah. you know, because I was into more Method Man and Wu Tang and, uh, you know, them guys. That's yeah. what I was listening to. And so, Michael, how old are you? Are like 39, 38? Yeah. They hear the run. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I know because if he was 41, 42, 43, he'd be like, oh, I love Run DMC. Yeah, yo, listen, <laughs> once I'm, you... 40, I'm 40, so I'm, you know what I'm saying? The, if, I think if I was two years older, you're I'm, 40? Yeah, yeah. I'm 40. Wow. 
I was just so just before we started, I was telling Dominican, man. I was telling Jamal that um you guys are like a year or two older than me. Yeah. And I was like, y'all aren't very different from me in terms of views, but they're but you guys have a different perspective, let's say. Yeah. Oh, and especially like I was telling him because you and Kiki were in music. Yeah. So there's a whole other different view and whole other political climate in music. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, sure, yeah. I heard so, the so, industry in general can just be its own monster in itself. So. Oh yeah, we're about that to politics that go on in that is just wild, man. Wait, I want to know how how is the music industry faring right now? I don't think very well because people can't tour right now. I don't want to get too deep, but like corona is like a spiritual war you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and half of it is taking down the people that like the false idols like the people that people idolize like that and Mm -hmm. i think that right now most of the musicians and fucking artists and actors and actresses they struggling to keep that over you you know what I'm saying? Like that for you to be caring because it's really is like celebrity is like for 2020, like that shit was dead for most of the shit. You know what yes, I'm saying? It was. So so celebrities had to resort to, oh, look at my house. You know what I'm saying? It's 2020. Man, niggas started showing you their house, right? Like, yeah. Why Clef was shooting from his fucking from different parts of his house, just live streaming all the time to try to keep your attention and be oh, like, wow, yo, I fuck with me. <laughs> so mad people was doing that. And I'm like, even like Ellen, it was mad people that was just live streaming or trying to seem more normal. You know what I'm saying? Like with people not shaving or letting their gray hair show and shit like that. I think that it's 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 not just music, but like the whole industry of people being idolized or making money off of other people for just who they are. You know, like personality, like we just wasn't. We wasn't on it that way. Niggas is like, man, I'm trying not to get Corona. Fuck these niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like, by for, I, I think now people are back to trying to get back to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all want to yeah. go to a show. I want to do this. But for 2020, that shit, I don't see how um people, I mean, people also made money too because people is at the house and they're watching videos a lot. Yes, they are. But they, I don't think, yeah. I think they dropped less music because of what was going on and trying to fill it out and you know, like he said, it's not well, fucking touring and shit. So I was about to say, at the same time, you don't know if it's necessarily the artists that are making money off those views too, because a lot of people's contracts be messed up. You know what I'm saying? And when it comes to how the money's actually coming in, sometimes those views don't even come to you the way some people see videos. You know what I'm saying? So it don't even benefit them half the time to be doing what they're doing sometimes. So it's like, I heard about a few situations like that. Because even with the art, like a lot of artists, like, let me not name no names because this is not shady. No, listen, like, we're, 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 we're small time. They, 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 if they, nah, listen, man, I'm telling you, tell them, come no, on, but it's different, but it's different. It's different artists that is DMing people like, yo, bro, I see you, you on your ground, bro. Yo, I respect your music, right? And you like, where? Let's make some music or whatever. They're like, yo, man, I got a mixtape, pay me $750. Yeah, nah. If you don't got $750, I'll work with you. How much you got? <laughs> yo, <laughs> it, yo. I'm that's, talking. That's, I'm talking about. I'm talking about a lot of your favorite '90s hip hop artists, like niggas that you would never think would stoop so low. As soon as Corona start hitting hard, niggas is in your inbox, and a lot of people is like, "I don't give a fuck." Mm. From account, that niggas DMing niggas like, "Yo, man, you hot? Yo, um, pay me seven fifty five hundred to get on my mixtape." And I know certain people that paid to get on that shit. I'm like, who the fuck listens to mixtapes? You know what? <laughs> How do you even? That's like a playlist. Like, yo, give me five hundred dollars so I could put you on my playlist. That, like, how does it? Like, what? Who's? I think who's even downloading mixtapes. I think that's just using the clout that he still has. Because so you know, there, there's a lot of people who are just using their influence to still push music, not even make music. They're just pushing music, and they get money off of doing little work at this point. Um, and if they're not touring, which is where, you know, uh, or where I've heard that they make a lot more money, if yeah. they're not able to tour, they're not able to push merchandise, they're not able to do all of this, then just using their clout is all they got. And I, I can see it still, it it feels like, you know, 
it feel it feels like a a bad scene from a movie that I didn't want to go into, you know, just just in case random people. But you know, it feels like they're really devaluing themselves doing something like that. They are. They completely are because people first started feeling special, right? Like, oh shit, hit me up, right? Mm-hmm. But then um was doing that shit too. A lot of uh, it 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 came back you know, to I heard about him doing that before. He's been doing that shit. But now it's like Corona time. So now I was like, yo, bro, blood, give me 500. What you like? It's just pathetic fucking cash app begging. <sighs> and, and people, and, and it's sad because from it's 2020, right? I started rhyming like in 1997, right? 1995, 96, 97. I'm just writing rhymes, trying to whatever. So it's different ways to get on, right? Like everything mm-hmm. evolved, right? And you see it, right? But this is a, this is an age old game of like, just like you said, like somebody using their influence. They'll be like, yo, it's hosted by oh, it's hosted by it's hosted by this person. And at one given point, it will be more um like it's worth it. You know what I'm saying? To be yeah. like, oh, I want to get on this mixtape that's hosted by these people to get, you know, get a certain kind of look. look. Yeah. But now look, it's yeah. just like now when you really like before Corona, why wasn't doing that previously? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why was not doing that previously you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and and my thing is like if you if somebody's down to give you 500 dollars, right i would say like you know charge niggas two three hundred dollars right and be like yo here's a here's a beat whoever got the best verse on the beat get a verse for me yes so then if 20 people pay three hundred dollars he get paid his five six thousand dollars is ten thousand dollars for his fucking struggle raps during the coronavirus you know what i'm saying and then somebody could actually win as opposed to him selling you the dream that because you're on a mixtape hosted by him, which nobody really downloads a, a, a whole project, right? Mm-hmm. It's just streaming services, right? You go on your streaming service, you look up whatever the fuck you look up. There's and, still, and, there's and still that piff. That yeah, there's that piff. That's what's up. But that shit is not really, that's not what really control. It's not the same influence. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I know for a fact people don't talk about mixtapes like that. Like, people still try to do it, but it's not... It's your mixtape. You know what I'm saying? If I do do a mixtape for me and it's just all my shit, what you really saying is like, yo, man, I don't got the clearance for all the beats, so I'm going to call it a mixtape instead of an album. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But if you're... But if... It's like, yo, give me a song, give me a song, give me a song, give me... First of all, there's no value in that. I gave you $500. I could fucking take a shit on the beat and you'll put it on your thing because I paid you $500. So there's no quality control in the songs. Contracts. That's true. That's you know what I'm saying? True. Because And, yeah, and then they true. pray on niggas that don't, that ain't really nice because if fucking DM me, I'm going to be like, yo, get the fuck out of my inbox with that shit, bro. I respect you, but I'm not a fucking groupie, bro. And I'm not going to spend $500 to get on a playlist or some shit that you're not even going to, you're not even going to push that shit. You know what I'm saying? I was about to say, yeah, it's not going to get pushed. Yeah. Once yeah. that shit is out they gonna be like, yo, Polo was killing that shit. You gotta check out track, track three. Yeah. He's the best. Like, get the fuck out of here, nigga. You just put it not out true. and put it on your page maybe one or two times. And I don't need that, bro. That's not really gonna help me. You're playing yourself for short-term cash and your credibility is shot. The person I was doing that for them is like one of their managers and he did that on several accounts for different um rappers. Oh, that's weak. And now everybody's noticing because everybody is like, yo, this person hit me up. Um, what's his name? Some shit. Oh, he's going crazy. He was <laughs> the one that his manager was the one that was started the whole shit and was doing it for these other people. So it's like niggas already found out. And it's, you don't now people are making fun of it. Like, oh, look at J-. he's hit me up in my DM. Two months ago, they was like, yo, J-. thinks I'm nice. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's a game. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Malachi. And this is Alejandra. And you're sitting on the couch and your life is passing you by because you're not watching Insert Name Here. Catch us Wednesdays at 8 p.m. on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And if you missed us, you can catch us on Friday on Spotify and Amazon. Yeah, obvious nonsense, gang, gang. Hyphen Podcast Squad, you never take us down. So that actually brings me to a good question I, I've been meaning to ask somebody in there. Since this music machine is very different than what it used to be, what does it look like for somebody to climb right now in comparison to what it was back then? Like my time comparing to y'all pretty much? Well, no, we're talking about current time in comparison to our time. So 
our time, people, you know, me and Polo time, they had to go to a record label, kick down a door, talk to the right people, throw a tape at somebody, hope that they get back to you because you you were good enough. Or you had the luck to be in the right place at the right time with the right people, and you were good enough. Yeah. I feel like nowadays it's more so like if you can get a fan base, honestly, uh, if you can get a, well, if you want to be successful to me in this day and age, you have to have a cult fan base of people who are really riding with you and your music and your movement. And yeah, there's people who go viral. The people who go viral there, they, they get a hit. It's like one, no one hit wonder, you know what I'm saying? Of like y'all's day. It might hit and you might get that bag for that song, but if you don't have that consistency, they ain't gonna check for you. So you have to have that solid fan base now. And you gotta just make sure that they're bringing that consistency with their support. Honestly. So, so Polo, do you believe that or do you believe that people are right now in the best point to fake it to make it? I mean, I, I seen for um I I like uh like our nephews and stuff, mm-hmm. like Giovanni Nate, they'll I don't think that I don't like kids their age, like maybe you know, from 18 to 25, like the 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 big market for hip hop, right? The the biggest market that they make the most money off that they target these kids. That I think I think that they don't they it's first it started with um you know like drill artists and things of that nature. Like it was certain people that seemed like they were having organic um viral moments where it's like oh we just like this shit and then people just catch on to it. But then it also turned into um like somebody like Leo Collins being ahead of YouTube and clicking to make you, cause you know how they have like recommended videos and stuff. Yeah, yeah, A lot of the recommended stuff, you know, like sometimes people just put the shit on and then it'll automatically, you be like, ah, I don't want to see this shit. And it'll just yeah, come on. Say, it'll yeah, come on. do with your algorithm. They yeah, just throw it so, on there. so they just throw it on it. So they, so they make people go viral or they expose you to music that you're not even looking for. So it's a different thing. I can't say automatically that if you're nice and, because what I see from kids their age and stuff, like, when I talk to them about music and stuff, they don't really, it's like nobody is whack to them. It's just basically whoever just got a million views that yeah. they that everybody's looking at, and they'll be like, yo, this is hot. It all has the same type of emotion. It's a lot of depressed, Ugh. fucking zany music. Yeah. You know what it's I'm saying? It's a lot of drug music, yeah. It's a lot of drug, sad, depressed. I got demons. I got all this type of music that, at the end of the day, as a grown person, you don't want to you don't want to shit on the kids like the generation, this new generation to be like, oh, y'all, all y'all music is whack, like what y'all doing. But it's also like I think it's making everybody sad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like when hip hop, when we grew up, it was ignorant. You know, we grew up to ignorant shit, but it had different yeah, emotions in it. Yeah, we did. It had different emotions. It was a lot smarter. And a lot yeah, smarter. And, and and it was it was like um. It was like it was like now it's frowned upon when you like spitting words. Like I'll be trying to show them like like I show them black thought. You know what I'm saying? And they'd black be like and they and they'd be like, yo, he's fucking he's not bad, but I would have listened to that shit. It's too many words for them. You know what I'm saying? It's too many words. And you already know, like it's too many words. So anybody that got like I show them Royster Five Nine, it's too many words. You know what I'm saying? And and if it's not based on the melody and the emotion of the shit mm-hmm. and has a sad undertone. They they're not even fucking with it, bro. They're not they're not even it's not even creative to a certain extent, even though I like some of the shit too, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I like new shit too, you know what I'm saying? And I see I, you gotta think that when we was coming up, just like you said, like run DMC and shit, like every any other year, if you're a year too old, it's year too young, you might think that the two or three years ago star is corny. And you like, nah, it's this new kid. And he'll, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. that's what the music's supposed to do, right? It's supposed to inspire you. It's supposed to make people be like, yo, like rock, like Nas listen to rock him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and Nas is like, oh, I'm fucking nice and I got a guide and where I could go. So if your God is like little Yachty or certain people, you might not hip hop might not progress to its full potential because it seems like uh skill is not the forefront, you know what but- I'm saying? So whenever I look at it, I always look at hip hop as the main genre and rap being just one of the vehicles in it. And because, you know, the beat itself could be just about anything and you can you can rap on anything. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. You can rap on classical music. You can rap on rock. You can rap on jazz. Hip hop is the genre that it all fits into. And rap is just a, one of the vehicles that they use in hip hop. But I completely, I'm sorry, I was really sidetracked there, but I completely understand what you mean about that emotional music that they have right now. And the only emotion that they seem to all be catching is this sad music. And it's funny, I have a 14 year old son and all his music I call sad boy music. <laughs> yeah, that's what they, it, and you'd be like, like, you know, like you, you probably look at your son and you'd be like, your life is okay, bro. What do you, what is your music wait, so sad um, about? <laughs> do you know your son's Four top five minutes. at this moment? If you were to ask your son, who's his top five right now? Who's his top five rappers? Yeah, or, yeah. Uh, right now, I know Juice World. Well, who do you hear? Okay. Juice okay. World is one of his uh, favorites. And um, Juice World is actually nice. Yeah, I was oh, about to say, oh, I, was like, I like Juice. I like, yeah. And, um, I like Juice World a lot. A lot of people try to copy him, and he probably got real mental health issues before he passed man. that he was talking about that was... Yeah, a lot of drug issues. Yeah, it was credible that. sad shit, and then people yeah. just copied the sadness because they wanted to copy his swag, yeah. and now they they act like they got mental health issues, but he probably had a little bit of mental health issues. Listen, I, I believe that... So his he, shit was legitimate, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And, as ignorant as it sounds, his realness came across in it, and and, and you'd be like, "Yo, you're different, bro. You're really sad. You really, you're <laughs> no, really yeah. feeling that." Sometimes you can't feel the authentic, the authenticity. Oh yeah. You, well, I mean, that's that's when you really because that's know. what they copy. You know what I'm saying? The kids always copy the shit that they think is real, mm-hmm. that's successful. You know what I'm saying? They're like, but oh, there's this- people who are gonna be in, uh, good at. You know what I'm saying? Copying too. You know what I'm saying? There's people who are good at just putting on a persona there's very good actors out here as well you know what i'm saying so yeah. a lot of people they'll say they meet they met their artist that they thought was a real person and they're one of the greats you know what i'm saying then all of a sudden they meet them and it's like that it's like shattered yeah. you know what i'm saying like, yeah jamal i met most them. of my favorite rappers ever you most did of them. about 95 percent of them niggas. and it's very few you'd be surprised you'd be like oh this is the person that's cool like it just be yeah, man. Yeah. It, it's it's just I, a lot of people don't like that I say this and they be like, get this nigga out of here. But rappers are just vocal actors. That's it. It's just actors. That, it's just vocal actors. It's 100% vocal actors. You don't even, you know, the, the premise of having to live your raps, I think is a conspiracy. Uh, well, it's an aspect. Listen, 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 right? Just before you say, right? Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a if the white people, right? If the white people that are the execs, right? So they, yeah, they okay. Autom- okay. when when when, when hip hop started blowing up, they automatically <laughs> were the people that were like, "I'll give you the studio time. I'll put you in the thing. I'll give you the fucking video. I'll do everything for you." Right? So they control the whole situation. So now when somebody comes and they out the street, they might be a little um a little more malleable, a little more prone to do certain things that's not like them. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's mm-hmm. what plagued hip hop is people trying to do stuff. That's not really uh, becoming of who they are as a person, and they just want to blow up. You know what I'm saying? And and it transpired to to this day to where um, is just is they say N.W.A. right? N.W.A. They broke a lot of barriers. They did a lot of things to um to make black people be able to speak against certain things. Mm-hmm. But then it's also just the fucking stereotype. You know what I'm saying? It's just really I mean, a stereotype. Because when you listen to a lot of NWA shit, like the first shit, as a grown person, me personally, being 40 years old, and I listen to it, and then he's like, I'll smack a bitch for no reason at the front row of my show. Like, it was cartoon thuggery, right? It was cartoon violence. It wasn't even like, I never really, at that, at the, I, I don't think it was a, ever a stage of, um, in hip-hop where niggas was just smacking bitches at the front row. No. No, but they were just saying things to try to be shocking. They're trying to say shit to be shocking, but then it's yeah. also like very juvenile when you really look at it. So when the older people were telling us, "What the fuck you keep listening to this NWA for?" They had a point in a way because now, now that they made all this cartoon violence, right? And then I meet somebody like um, I'm not gonna say no names. So let me let me just say a fake name. Let's say DMX, right? So now I meet DMX and DMX came off NWA and when he was a little kid, he thought that them guns that NWA had was real and that they really about that. But they really is just Ice Cube. Ice Cube was 16, 15 years old, writing lyrics for gr- the older guys in the group. You know what yep. I'm saying? Dr. Dre and niggas, that was real. Easy e was a street nigga, but Ice Cube was still in high school. 
writing these incredible rhymes of you know like just juvenile stupid shit that after a certain age you should be able to say like yo i'm glad that we did that but now we can't just keep saying that that shit is who we really are you know what i'm saying as a people because that's what now dmx he's in the street and he listens to nwa now he's the real nwa yeah they made him they made him get that attitude they made him say fuck the police. They made him yeah. get this shit, but they was really just an act. And yeah. then they yeah. and then and then they think, and then I they think, fed into it and fed it to you as a way to just for them to get out of the neighborhood and do what they do, but they really just nice people. I think you're right that there was a major act and they fed it directly to the white execs and the white execs were like black people doing outlandish shit. Fuck yeah. Calling themselves niggas. Yes. In their group title. Niggas you know with saying? attitudes. Niggas with attitudes. That shit is mad dumb, if you really think about it. I love yeah. NWA. They're one of the reasons I rap, but as an older person, I'm a little ashamed that at this point, <laughs> no, listen, at this point, they're not like, yo, we did what we did, but we got to do better. Uh, no, they have, or at least for the most part, they did. Like Dr. Dre is still like a 50-year-old gangster. But at, but at the same time, too. <laughs> some people just have a personality. The NWA. Say that again? They were teenagers. Well, they were, they were young. Cube was a teenager. Dre was in his mid twenties. I was about to say they mid twenties, man. You know what I'm saying they're just young doing stupid stuff anyway. They're they're all technically young. They're all, yeah. but they, you know, there's a difference yeah, between having on. The difference yeah. is that they kept it on, and they're still. It's still Ice Cube still come out and still try to be like. I'm still fearful, nigga, that your nigga should be uh, careful of. Like, no, nigga, you write movies, relax. You know what I'm saying? Like, he don't still try to act like he's a gangster, even though he's not. Yeah. Even, though, even, though, even though he has evolved, even though he has evolved and he shows he, you different parts of it, but he's it's still like a damn near billionaire. And you're like, you ain't shooting shit. He always like got the mean shit in his eyebrows in the picture. Like, really? Stop being mean, bro. You. <laughs> I'm saying he could be that dude, though. You know what I'm saying? Just someone who doesn't like to be messed no, with. You know what I'm saying? I, you know what? Who, you know, Listen, you know who I might meet, when I meet all those people, they're regular people, and you oh, would sure, be I'm like, sure. they're I'm regular sure. people. It's an act that you feel. It's, it's just like I think that's what Eminem is going through right now. Like Eminem, yeah. he has a childish fucking demeanor in all his raps, and now he's 48 years old, and now he's still talking childish shit, and nobody really wants to hear it because it's like, my nigga, you can't. Your personality doesn't allow you to be a fifty-year. I don't want to hear Eminem talk about Donald Trump in a serious manner again. Or defend black. All defend Black Lives Matter in nope. a serious manner. You know what I'm saying? Yo. You don't want to hear from him. I don't want to hear Eminem spitting serious political raps, bro. That's not I, your personality. Uh, I, you know hey, what? Hey, exactly. I, I agree. Here's, I agree. I, I don't agree. Here's why. Because. I don't believe Eminem has actually grown. One of the things about it is that he's his rap he is his his rap is childish, and I think he's stuck in that. L yeah. Like you know how they can how they say some people they're A B A A C rap, and that's how it is. Eminem's rap is almost exactly the same every single time. It's very much cartoon, just as you said, cartoonish. And he's it's like, it's like he had a formula. It's like he had a formula. It's like, yo, I'm a disrespect. Because what really started was like, oh, I'm a diss Britney Spears. Oh, I'm a diss Justin Timberlake. I'm a diss Christina Aguilera. But you know why he did? But he's but he's smart because he knew that people will ultimately get the fact that he's when he's dissing Christina Aguilera and them niggas, he's in the same video you um what was it, TRL? In the <laughs> same countdown, Eminem would be like. I'm number three today, or I'm number two, and Christina Aguilera is number three because they're essentially the same type of artist. He's just a white pop rapper. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That if he didn't say, yo, fuck Justin Timberlake, fuck Christina Aguilera, then people will place him in that category as a vanilla ice. So he tried to keep credibility by distancing himself from every other white pop artist, but in reality, he's probably friends with them. You know oh, what I'm saying? He you think Eminem don't fuck with Justin Timberlake? He's like, oh, he, he is an act. So that's what his whole thing is like. I'm gonna diss the people that I don't want you to associate me with, and that's supposed to be, you know, shocking because it's like, oh, you diss all the top people all the time. And, you know what I'm saying? But like, you know what? Like, who cares? Now he's dissing Little Pump, or he's just you know what? Him doing that. I, back, I don't understand any. Him doing that back good. then. Him doing that back then was just like how rappers would call out. Whoever was the 
top rapper at that point. So he was attacking the top pop stars to get the attention of everybody who followed them. You attack Britney Spears back when Britney Spears was pushing 5 million albums. Yeah. You got 5 million new heads looking at you. So they're going to be like, Oof. yeah, but he also, he also didn't have to do that because they already was on the same shows. You know what I'm saying? Like he, when, what my name, when my name is, yeah. What my name is that shit was on MTV the number one video. So he didn't have to diss him to get on it, but also just the premise of dissing somebody gets you a look, but it's also the separation of don't I don't consider me that. But the more and more that time passed, you can't say that Eminem is not like an industry plant no. made made to put kept afloat to be more successful than any black artist. At the genre, you know what I'm saying? He's one of the top selling artists. One it's of the all about the rap artists of all time. He's a, and he's dope, and that's what the problem is. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like having a ringer that really knows how to play basketball. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But he's a ringer, he's fucking 40 years old playing at the high school team, but he could really ball. You know what I'm saying? And there's nothing you could do to really because he knows he knows not. Well, you know, he got caught. He had a little bit of scandals where he said nigga or he said something racist on the tape or something. But for the most part, as the new successful white person, he doesn't say nigga. He doesn't he doesn't really go against black culture. He's he actually speaks up for black culture when certain black people don't. But it's I was about to say in his defense too, like just playing devil's advocate to be a white person and like just diving in into black culture like that that especially at that time period too that's a that's a hard thing to do i feel like same time like I, that's I, what I makes him go all right how we feel how we all right who's better royce the five nine or eminem oh royce oh royce um uh, hold on no royce 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 right now today today right now today today royce. yeah today yeah, royce. royce all right to me royce is one of the top two or three rappers right now with black thought like who's who's a better 40 plus rapper right now than them who's a better rapper period 40 plus than them. 40 plus or period because i think that right now they are the best of what's going on right now yeah so, I, was say, I still put jay up there too man jay-z too but he's up there by default because he's not really he's not really active in music in a way that should grant him that spot to be there no yeah yeah he's not putting out projects because like i could fuck around and give drake that spot before i give it to jay-z just Ooh. because of how active he is and his success rate true yeah but true. Oh, okay you i know think what you're saying? talking about on true like true MC, like right like, now like, like right so now royce you know what i'm saying like drake is a great songwriter but i'm not putting him with well i i do when i don't yeah 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 yeah, yeah. you just they do like black thought it's different but it's different but i bet you that they would tell you that he's on the top right now oh yeah yeah he's definitely top one of the top artists black like no but i mean like black thought and royce of five nine would probably be like yo drake is one of the top niggas right now yeah yeah. if you talk about lyrically and stuff like that it's just different things that you know like what like how could you like lyric is so subjective you know what i'm saying like just certain people like um like mf doom you know what i'm saying like I, love, rest in peace. I, I, I listen to more doom man i don't i thought he was okay you know what i'm saying and that's no disrespect to what he's doing when i listen I to it i appreciate what it is but there's some people that die by him you know that they're like yo top five top five mf doom so it's it's really subjective because you know i i i get crucified because i think cannabis is one of the top five lyricists ever i'm not he mad was. at that he was, say, I, yeah, and, and you know what? And I had asked you, "What's he doing since?" And you were like, "Seemingly, I wasn't paying attention because he dropped something not too long ago." And yeah. I was like, "What?" No, he's asking music all the time. He's asking. Well, I've heard I, old and, cannabis tracks, and yeah, he's definitely up there, man. Yeah, but he a lot of people, a lot of people don't equate his level of skill with um with how they rank him because of what they think was his success in the business. Even though when his mm-hmm. first when his album first came out, that shit went gold and then it went platinum. So even though if people don't think that that was the best album he could have put out, that's to me, art is like that subjective. Album. There's no right or wrong answer. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if, wait, what's and if that's your personal, you know what I'm saying? If that's your personal, it's called you cannabis. That's your top, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I can't argue it. You know what I'm saying? So like, but, I, but there's, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like because Drake is a lot of people want to get hung up on something because you're um. It was more publicly known 
that you took something from somebody else and worked with somebody on something. Yeah, publicly. That's they show you and just hearing and just hearing the um, it disappointed me a lot. The reference track, the reference track of the guy saying it, it turns into something else. But that's way more um usual or frequent that you would think in a music business, you know? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Because if you think about Jay Z's music, Jay Z doesn't really have his own hooks, really. No. Yeah. Almost never. Almost all his but biggest I, songs is from RB. He has the person doing it. It's not like there's a reference track and he's all right, just going all right, over so, it. Right all right. So all right. So when we was looking at we was looking at um what's that shit called? Um Elvis or the no the 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 um what the fuck is that Jay Z documentary? I think it's called a black album, the black the um, four four four. Fate one? the black. Oh yeah. Fate the black. Fate the black. If you go look okay. at that documentary, you'll see Kanye West giving Jay Z that song, Lucifer. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen that clip. I've seen that. Clip. And, and Kanye West yeah. was like, so "Yeah, he gave him that from look, the yeah. murder capital where we murder for capital." Dude, yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> So even even let's say all right, so Rhyme Fest wrote Jesus Walks. Yep. For Kanye West, right? So um through my man Scram Jones, I used to hang out with him before he used to let me come up to the studio and stuff. I met um Rhyme Fest. Rhyme Fest, who wrote Jesus Walks? Was in the studio with us and my peoples, and he let us come up with the lines of the song as in unison. In unison, I think Saigon was there that day too, if I'm not mistaken. Saigon was there, Scram Jones, Ron Fest, then it was me, and then it was like two other girls. And um, he would like freestyle a couple of bars and come out, he'd be like, Yo, how'd that sound, y'all? And then he'll be like, Yo, you think I should switch that right there? Like, what y'all think? What's the best thing to say next? And at the fucking end of the fucking night, he came up with some fire shit that everybody worked on. You know what I'm saying? Is that <laughs> ghostwriting or it, like what to what level? Because I think Jay-Z would do that a lot. You know what I'm saying? Um, like, so they have always said that, they, or not that they've always said, but there is a lot of things where they call them writer's camps. Yeah. So, you know, they're not root shit. I want to say that they're not taking away from telling us that so many people have worked on it but you're right it does make it it doesn't they don't show how many people are behind it it's just like yeah. this well, is almost no, every single, eh, not always it's good but the thing oh, yeah, is yeah. That, not, the, no but the me, thing when they're is not like, credited, you, that's when it's a ghostwriting situation. yeah but the thing is but the ghostwriting thing is i'm gonna pay you up front so you can shut the fuck up Yep. Yeah. And act like I yeah. wrote this. Yeah. But then it That's- also turned it also turns into a situation where um the personalities that are doing these things have probably gotten more blatant in the exposing of the collaborative effort. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So now certain people, because Meek Mill was like, Drake got a guy, he said it, and then Drake said it just how he said it. He's not an MC. And he sold you that, right? He sold you that Drake don't write none of his rhymes. And that he but listen, 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 right? But listen, right, right. So so he said that, right? He's like, yo, Drake ain't shit. He's he's he got people writing for him, this, that, and that. First of all, if you listen to that nigga reference track, that shit is garbage. Drake made that shit hot with how he changed it. Oh, yeah, for sure. The guy's swag is off. And he didn't say the same the same wordplay that Drake got finally that he used in yeah. the track that made you love the track. He didn't say it yeah. like that. He just more took cadences and maybe a little but bit of But it's like what you're saying, a vocal actor. Yeah, but that's Drake every is the but that's, best vocal actor there is. All right. So so if so if 
Jada Kiss and Styles do a song together where they're going back and forth, and Jada writes the back and forth for both of them, or Styles writes the back and forth for both of them, mm-hmm. or maybe even be like, "Yo, I got this verse for you." Who cares, man? Unless you fucking because I, I care, I care. I'm you don't think that Jada? You, you don't think that Jada ever said something that Styles P said? Oh, I'm no. If they give each other lines back and forth, like you know what I'm saying, help each other. Or, I'm not mad at that. Or, or Styles P wrote something, and then they both said it back and forth. Mm. That ever happened? Like they went back and forth, but Styles P wrote it, or Jada wrote it, and they listen. Did. For for those two guys, I definitely and especially actually, especially two man groups, I definitely believe somebody could be in a writing mode and go, I got something for both sides, and I would love to hear you hit, you know, yeah. And- the thing pieces, is, the people, listen, listen, listen the like people, that and helping out here, that's cool. But people, I need to see both people. Listen, in the the people, the people, the people that make it the furthest. Are the people that understand that is a music business, and it's not really about what's just in your head. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people. All right, this is the perfect example, and it's just not like I'm throwing everybody under the bus, but I don't give a fuck because I'm objective. You know what I'm it's saying? It's a big ass bus, bro. Let it roll. <laughs> <laughs> everybody, I'm like, I got mad bodies. Well, I'm, I'm just grabbing a cup. Nas and Jay Z, what's the difference? Who's better, and what what ultimately makes the other person better than the other one for me objectively i liked jay-z's personality more and the only reason i like jay-z's personality more in his in in the way he approached things was more that actively cool ass nigga whereas nas seemed like the geeky kid became the no nas always seemed like the geeky kid and it was weird to me to hear Nas try to be hard or was, you know. So for me, and and, and you know, I I don't know anything so about what, these so what people. So what if I was like, what if I was like, I, I ran up on Jay Z and I gave him the middle finger right in his face. Which how you think Jay Z will handle that? You just shrug. I, I was about to say I don't think Jay Z would care very no. much. He wouldn't care. No. Nah. That's cool. That's cool. But listen to what happened. Listen to what happened. Listen to what happened. I did that. I did that. And then about two years later, I used to be in front of Def Jam all the time. And then I did that. And um, my wife calls it the Jay-Z story. So like, stop telling the Jay-Z story. But it's a true story. You know, I used to see Jay- I must have seen Jay-Z like 40, 50 times in my life. You know what I'm saying? Wait, wait. So you flipped off Jay-Z? I, in my in my YouTube, I got a shit right now where I'm just talking shit to, to Jay-Z because there was a lot of times I was just talking shit to him and, and then I was like, nobody's ever going to believe me I did this. So I told niggas, I'm like, yeah, I gave Jay-Z the middle finger one day, he got me tight. And then um, two years later, I just, I pulled out the camera. I had it on, on my side, you know what I'm saying? So he wouldn't see it. It's like a little mini DV cam. Mm-hmm. And and then I was like, yo, bro, let me just rhyme for you. And he was like, no, you can't rhyme for me. And I was like, why? He's like, you know why? And I was like, why? And he was like, because you gave me a little finger that day. Yeah. Two years later, you know what I'm saying? So niggas, oh, you remember it. They, they do. I used to see him for like two years straight, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I gave him the middle finger the next day. I was standing in the okay. same place. Like, what's he going to do? I want to see what he's going to do. You know what I'm saying? I'm not because mad at him fun. remembering that, I mean, but at the same time, too. No, but listen to what I'm saying. The lesson in the story is that that's just... The, the, you would think that Nas would probably do something like that to where somebody disrespect him and stand in front of his building for two years in a row. He'll take that shit. Mm. Jay-Z is not that tough. He's a smart person that understands human nature. He appeals... He he like he does music that appeals to people, human nature. And, yeah, and, he also, and, he, and he also knows how to transcend certain things and go to the next next up and expand himself you know what i'm saying now he's, he's he's he he doing that now right now i started doing that lately in the last couple of years where he's investing yeah. in tech business yeah. and shit like that mm-hmm. but i think the difference and, and musically too like the difference like between that, that, new, that music, new project he dropped with um with hip boy oh, that's so much it's it, better than a lot of shit that he put out lately, but I yes. also think that's yeah, just saying. like regurgitated type Nas. Like it's just like it's the idea. Yeah, Nas will always be Nas. It's kind of like it just. Uh, it sounds crazy because it's like, damn, why would you want Nas not to rhyme when there's so many whack niggas that still rhyme? But you also, I want to keep that same superhero type look 
up to him in that way. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't want to come out publicly and say like, "Oh, that shit was trash." I really didn't like that. Oh, it was cool, and it was, because he never was that type of artist. Like he always would push the envelope and really take it to the next level. I, but I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't ever say that Nas pushed the envelope because even no, no. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Wait, wait. Well, hold on. In all his albums, he always had those songs. He, he tried to be successful with other bullshit songs, but he always had them crazy songs that only Nas could. Like a one mic or you're the man or yeah yeah Nas no, to me had his I gave you power he so you crazy. no hold on so we're we're talking about uh so that may be the one off he that might be the one throwaway he had on this on on that album as well he was like one mic was like that trash that was in between what I really wanted to hit but for whatever reason it it killed. But I don't think he successfully works in that uncomfortable space. When I say this, I say this in comparison to the person who was at his level at that time, Jay-Z. When Jay-Z was sitting there, he was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go to rock. And did that thing with Linkin Park. Said, fuck it. Let's go do some alt, sh- some alt shit with saying. Kanye. And Jay-Z... I think Jay-Z got that from Kanye because when... If you really look at Kanye's success, Kanye is a dope producer and stuff like that. But that's another person that I used to see a lot, right? Like in front of Sony Studio. Like in the late 90s, I'm like, yo, I got to stand. Like once you know where niggas is at, if you really about your business, you're going to be there every day. You know what I'm saying? If you're about your business, like, oh, I saw Diddy yesterday. I saw Kanye. I saw Fat Joe. I saw fucking Jennifer Lopez. I saw Beanie Siegel. Everybody that was recording at that time was recording like at Sony Studios or the Hit mm-hmm. Factory in the late 90s and they're all on the same block. So I used to fucking record people during the day and the nighttime go out and fucking just try to get on and shit and made a lot of connects that way. You know what I'm saying? Which is also like like trying to hit them up on Instagram today. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They might talk to you, they might not and that should still be working for me. You know what I'm saying? I talk to people on Instagram all the time and you know like make music with people just you know on some yo this part like sometimes you got to know who's humble. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that's a humble, real person. I'm going to holler at them and see. And mm-hmm, that should be working. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't take that opportunity. But when I, when I was saying back with Jay-Z and Nas, right, um, the the I think what makes Jay-Z ultimately better than Nas is that he does more collaborations with people and he doesn't force the part that he's not great at, which is like making hooks. Nas will sit there and hit you with this fucking hook with mad words in it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And trying to tell you the whole story in it. You know what I'm saying? To where you're but like, there's people who love that too for what that is. But he, but who do, who has in the verses who would win ultimately? Jay Z oh, and Nas oh, because of sure, because of how Jay Z does it. You know what I'm saying? Jay Z's like, hooks would be like Jay Z's like, watching a lot of people in the verses. He's watching, yeah. but but Nas has same type level jay-z skill if not more because jay-z was inspired by him and took his swag you know what yeah, i'm saying Nas is a great rapper i just don't feel like he has the catalog to go behind it necessarily he's, i think he's still got a catalog that could go against it but jay-z has jay? more he has 20 songs that could oh, fuck with yeah. Jay-Z's 20, 20 songs. songs because, I mean, Jay-Z, Jay-Z got, too, got wild too. songs. You know what I'm saying? Nas got wild songs. So to pick 20 songs that he wanted to go against Jay-Z, that's, that would be fair. You know what I'm saying? It, I think that would be one of the best versus battles and how they just, what they play against each other and how much they really care to try to outshine each other with the song. Because sometimes it feels like they're just playing songs. Yeah. You know so, but if Nas and Jay-Z strategic with each other... You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you play that, I'm gonna play this. It would be a close fucking battle because. So, uh, do you think at that point Nas is gonna have to stab Jay Z <laughs> when that track comes up? Because I mean, it, fucking mm-hmm. Gucci Man was like, "I killed your homie, nigga. What was you gonna do?" That was that was wild. That was. I was like, was, that's was my guy. Wow. <laughs> I need anger management, bro. Does he ain't need anger management, or is that what we wanted? I feel that's what we wanted. Nah, I, I was like, I was like, this is disgusting. What the fuck? If somebody tried to have me killed in my own house, and I'm just standing next to them and I'm dissing them, that to me that's not anger management. That person, I could be in a box right now, bro. 
that nigga, is, that nigga is real. Yo, the nigga, first of all, he had he came out with a tailor made rap. He came out with a rap against them. I'm like, nigga, that's not even what you're supposed to be doing. The nigga came out and dissed them in the first song. Yeah, a, man. New, a new that's, that's, That was real hate, man. That, that, was, that was real beef, man. But then, yeah. but then you know what makes it funny? I never really liked Jeezy, so it didn't bother me. But like when Jeezy. he did, yeah. but when I, he did I like that, both. When I love he, both, man. But if yeah. I had to choose, I, I, I'm just a Gucci guy as far as influence. But what? when Jeezy had his time, man, Thug Motivation really, 101, man, like. I thought it when was, he was, was going off those certain people are just too overly confident and it takes away yes. from what they're trying to do. Cause I'm like, yo, bro, certain people like I there's another chick niggas might not. I give a fuck everybody under the bus. T.I. Mm. I don't give a fuck about T.I., bro. I'm Ooh. sorry, bro. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. And I know that other people respect. It don't hurt me, me, but I, I know people who will be right. And there's, and there's music, and there's music <laughs> that he got that I'll be like, oh, that's undeniable. That's you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I don't sure. really, I don't really, I don't see like when he's like, I'm the king of the south and saying all these other things. Like, and you're sitting the there, you're like, uh, don't, don't, uh, the outcasts live in the south. Yeah, don't. it's mad niggas. It's mad niggas that I'll be like, my nigga, these niggas is better than you, and they never even sold that many records. Serious. It's not really about that. It's really about how you see yourself, like El Cuse. I put that's another nigga that I used to love. That's another nigga I used to love. And then I'm like, I can't really fuck with Al Kuji too much anymore because it's just not, it's delusional. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like at this point, yo, all right, Al Kuji or Drake in a battle, in a versus battle. Uh, I, I'm not the person hold to ask. On, there on. might be people hey, who's y'all saying niggas bugging, man. Yeah, yeah, say, no, hold on. I want to. Uh, Mm. Drake if we're talking all day, man. Fuck yeah. Nah. Talk if we're Drake, talking, Drake, no, no, no. Drake, if we're talking, Drake, if we're talking hip for hip, nah, nah. Folks yeah. I'll talk to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Drake, Drake, listen, listen, listen. LL was Drake, killing in his time. Drake he was Drake, killing. It was a time that L Cool J was my favorite rapper. Yeah. So I know his music, bro. I'm fucking 40 years old and fucking 90 <laughs> and 91. Mama said, knock you out. All these things. Call Jabba with the booming system. L Cool J was killing with everything he did. But um, Drake is the new him, Ooh. and 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 is the elevated version of him. You know what I'm saying? He's doing more intricate flows. I ain't mad at you, man. You know what I'm saying? So you, so Al Kuzi should feel like he's him because of me, partly. So he can never say like I ain't shit. But I'm not gonna act like oh he can't fuck with me in a versus battle because you you like the people that he think he should battle would never battle him. My you God. think Jay Z will battle him? In a versus battle. No, I don't Drake? think Jay-Z would do it. No. Drake or Jay-Z? No. Drake will probably do it just because he looks up to him, but you yep. think Jay-Z gonna do that shit? Jay-Z wouldn't do it. Who who really want to battle El Cool J besides um, Kara Swan or somebody? Like, who the fuck? Kara Swan just has to. I would so. <laughs> I would, yeah, I'd more so want to put him somewhere against us. Like, but it's just weird because El Cool J because El Cool J is like... Um, if Tupac was he still went alive. A lot, he went through a lot of errors, but he wasn't really the top rapper in a lot of the later errors. He just would come out with a good enough song to come out with another song. Yo. You know what I'm saying? So what? So who? Oh, hold on. You know what I just realized? What's that? If Tupac was still alive, LL would not be able to do what he did. What's that mean? I think because I believe Tupac was about to ride that whole wave where women were supporting your music. You remember that whole yeah. era where when Tupac died, LL picked that up. I mean, I was always doing that, I think. LL was, but Tupac was bigger, and Tupac was in movies. Tupac picked up a and and held on to that ball, and then LL I picked I think it. that L Cool J as a person, because I look at, like, if you look at a lot of L Cool J hits, dumb shits was hits before he said anything on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Hey Lover and shit like that. The Jennifer yeah. Lopez song. Yeah. It's just structured industry stuff that is automatic. It's like, whoever we give this to, they got a hit record this year. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and and you know, imagine if Jay-Z was on Hey Lover or Nas or somebody. Like, those would be their classic album uh, songs, too, because no matter what, it's already classic. That shit yeah. is a fire hook. It's a banging-ass beat. And then all LL Cool J got to do is not fuck it up, bro. Oh, I can't get that song out. <laughs> Why is that song now playing in the back of my head? Thanks. Thanks. But you know I what I'm saying? But I think that that was like El Cool J shit. So then when he came out like with Headbusser or something, what was that, what was that shit called? Was it Headbusser? Headbusser? It was that Timberland shit. 
Yep. It was like, it's like one of his last yeah. best songs. It, it also, if you look at it and you listen to it, you're like, man, this nigga Al Cool J is just, he's feening to stay current with what's <laughs> going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's trying very hard to look like, yo, I didn't get dated and shit like that. But it's really just forcing something on you that before he even spoke on it, it was undisputed. You know what I'm saying? Anybody that would have got that beat, anybody that would have had that hook on it would have had a hit record. And I think that's how El Cool survived because he didn't he didn't necessarily was in the front. You know what I'm saying? Like after what? 93, 96, you know 97. He just fell out. He went straight you know to what TV. I'm saying? Like, like when Wu-Tang came out, Snoop Dogg came out, mm-hmm. Biggie came out, Tupac came out. All these niggas came out. El Cool J was still trying to make music and he was doing his acting shit, but he wasn't. It's kind of like, oh, I'm fucking Chub Rock and I'm Heavy D. And then the next year, Biggie come out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or, 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 or um, you know, like Black Moon or somebody. You know what I'm saying? It was a lot of people that was that was your super favorite rappers or really on top of the game. And then it was like that new class. Like, yo, it was Jay-Z. Yo, it was Prodigy. You know what I'm saying? Fat Joe. Yeah. Fat Joe kind of snuck from the other one, but he came through, right? Just like... Fat um, Joe did. But he, uh, under... Oh, now I can't remember his name. Big Pun, yes. Big Pun is an animal. Big Pun's the best, but after he fucked with Big Pun, it's like Big Pun taught him how to do song structures or techniques that then he came out with his own hit record after Big Pun died. Yep. Right? Because Fat Joe was more of an underground person, and then he came out with, like, Let It Rain and all these other bigger records. And then he steadily made one every year, like El Cuja. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, he had the backing. But dope, but still not outdated. And like I'm happy for him that he's still rapping. Like when I listen to El Cool J, I'm like, yo, bro, you don't have to rap to for me to like <laughs> have you, you know? seen those new videos you've been posting up? Then and then he'll surprise you. Oh, he spit man. a fire rhyme and now he think you want an album. I'm like, no, bro, that was just a decent verse that you put on your Instagram. And we're oh, proud that you man. still are semi-functional, but nobody it's kind of like it looked he, great on the uh, award show that he was rapping. One of my favorite us. rappers right now, Freddie Gibbs. Man, he be going in. <laughs> I love him, he's, he, so he's right though. He's right. <laughs> oh man, I gotta get in tune with Freddie Gibbs because I used to listen to this shit a little bit before and it was fire, but now um, oh, Freddie's been like that. What up, it's your boy, the Mark Rob, aka Sean Mad Love, aka Gordon Darks, aka Pacey Twitter, aka Four Eye Willie, closing out this week's soapbox. This is the first part of a two parter. Next week, we'll be back to close out Mike's convo with Jamal and Marco Polo Vision. Until then, be easy. Peace. This is a hyphen podcast production. Are you not entertained?